Welcome to the ProVest Perspective with Noel Swain, CFP, and host Pamela Lida. Noel is an investment advisor with Cambridge Investment Research, a monthly columnist for the Spartanburg Herald Journal newspaper, and has been interviewed many times on NPR. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready for some straightforward, honest talk. Now, here's Noel Swain and host Pamela Lida. Most people have probably heard the phrase, the only bad question is the one left unasked. When it comes to your finances, there are certainly no bad questions. So over the next several podcasts, we're going to tackle some of those questions. And today we're going to cover the subject of the stock market. And we're going to answer some questions that you may have been afraid to ask. Hello, Noel. Hello, Valen. I'm used to saying good morning or good afternoon or something like that, but we're not exactly sure when you're listening to this podcast. So whatever time of the day it is to you, good morning or good afternoon, we're glad that you decided to listen to our podcast, and we hope that you really do get something out of it. You know, as a financial advisor, I found that the statement about the questions to be very true, that the only bad question is the one left unasked. Many times, my clients will ask me questions about the market, about taxes, or their personal finances, you name it. And I have never thought, well, well, that's a stupid question. And that's because stupid questions simply don't exist. Yet everyone has a question that they keep to themselves at some point. Maybe it's because they're afraid the question is so basic it would be embarrassing to ask. Maybe it's because they feel they should know the answer already and don't want to look stupid. So we hope to answer some questions for you today that you might have been afraid to ask, or maybe you never even thought to ask them. What do you think, Pamela? I think so. I think we have a fabulous show lined up for you today and for the next several weeks. But before we get started, I want to let you know some important information. The phone number to reach us is 800-277-0025. The website address for any of the reports that we might mention, or if you want any more information on our active management style or our wealth toolkit, that is www.the provestperspective.com. And for those of you who may be joining us today for the first time, we'd like to let you know that Noel Swain started Provest Wealth Advisors almost 40 years ago in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and he has been a certified financial planner for almost 30 years. In fact, I believe this year might be your 30th year. And the goal of our podcast is to keep you informed like with today's show. And we do not sell a product, but rather a process. We believe it's important to get people ready for retirement, and the Trademark Wealth Toolkit can do just that with the retirement planning tool, the risk assessment tool, as well as the social security analysis tool. And in addition to this wonderful wealth toolkit, we have an active management style that is different than most, and it's a process of evaluating daily research that is bought in an effort to know what the market has been doing so we can react accordingly. And since a good portion of our clients are at or in retirement, we feel that this style of management is vital to their potential retirement success. Today's topic on the Prevost Perspective is Stock Market Basics. And we're going to cover questions that may seem so basic, many people might be afraid to ask them. So the first question that Noel's going to answer for us today is, what's the difference between the Dow, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ? Well, Pamela, what a stupid question. No, that's not true. I'm sure everyone hears these terms every day when they turn on the news. You will hear phrases such as, the Dow closed at 31,000 today. Matter of fact, it's at around 37,000 now. It's been hitting some all-time highs here recently. 
or the S&P closed at 4,600, or the NASDAQ went up 1.6% as tech shares and so forth and so on, you probably know that all these terms refer to the stock market. Put that in quotation marks. But what do they really mean exactly? Why is the Dow always so much higher than the S&P? And what makes the NASDAQ different from the others? The answers to these questions are really quite simple. We just need to define some terms first. The Dow Jones, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ composite are all indexes. So what is an index, you might ask? Well, an index tracks the performance of a group of securities, like bonds or, in this case, stocks. Indexes are handy because they enable investors to compare current price levels for different segments of the market with past ones so they can measure performance over time. Some indexes track extremely narrow segments of the market, like companies of a specific size or a specific sector, while others are much broader. And I guess I need to go back a little bit on the sector. A sector is just like one industry, like tech or real estate or basic materials or industrial companies, things like that, while other parts of the market are much broader. What makes the Dow, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ different from one another is what each index measures. So let's take a look at one at a time. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is an index that tracks the performance of 30 of the most prominent companies listed on the stock exchanges in America. These are companies like Apple, Coca-Cola, and Walmart. However, because it is so narrow, the Dow isn't always a good indicator of how the overall stock market is doing. But because the companies inside the Dow are so important and well-known, many people have money invested in them. That's why the media pays so much attention to how the Dow Jones Industrial Average is doing. Number two, the S&P 500 is an index that measures 500 of the largest companies listed on American stock exchanges. Now, quick note here. A stock exchange is where traders actually buy and sell the stocks. In former terms, you know, you'd go to an exchange or you'd go to a corral where people would have cattle to sell and there'd be some people there trying to buy the cattle. And that's an exchange. That was where they went to do this. And that's what an exchange is where people that have stocks to sell want to go and other people that are willing to buy it that's where they are also, so they get together on those exchanges and to do it. Now, the New York Stock Exchange is the biggest and most famous, but there are many exchanges across the world. Because the S&P 500 tracks so many more companies than the Dow, and across a broader range of industries, it is often considered a more reliable snapshot of the overall economy than the Dow. Now, three. NASDAQ Composite is an index that tracks nearly all the stocks listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange and is heavily weighted toward technology companies. There are plenty of other indices, too. One of the most important is the Russell 3000. You don't hear about the Russell as much as the three I just mentioned, but this index represents nearly the entire U.S. stock market. It includes 3,000 of the country's largest publicly held companies. 
There's also the Russell 1000, which measures the highest ranking 1000 stocks in the Russell 3000. Additionally, there's the Russell 2000, which measures the smallest 2000 stocks in the Russell 3000. As you can see, there are a whole lot of different indexes that we can quote, and a lot of times we do. We use the Russell 2000, you know, we track it on a regular basis. And all these have subtle differences, but to keep it simple, most people look at the NASDAQ because that's the sort of the high-tech, high-flying type companies. They look at the S&P 500 because that takes 500 of the largest stocks on the New York Stock Exchange, and they measure that. And then there's the Dow 30. And the reason that the Dow was still in there, in my opinion, is because that was the granddaddy of them all. And that's the one that people have been quoting the longest. You know, it's been around since the late 1800s. So, of course, the Dow is going to be the granddaddy of them all. And maybe it will fade from importance as time goes on. But right now, it's still a very, very big part of what is reported in the news when they show what the different indexes have done during the day. That's certainly a lot of information that Noel just handed out. So if you'd like a copy of all that so that you can study and become more knowledgeable in the stock market, then be sure and download the report, Questions You Were Afraid to Ask. It is available for a free download at www.theprobestperspective.com. And if you have any questions for Noel, you can give us a call at 800-277-0025. We'd be glad to hook you up with him on the phone or schedule you to come in and talk with him in person. Again, that phone number, 800-277-0025. Okay, Noel, on to the second question that many people might be afraid to ask. Now that they know what the Dow is, what the S&P 500 is, and what the NASDAQ and Russell 3000 are, they may be wondering, why is the price of the Dow so much higher than the price of the S&P 500? (laughs) Okay, before answering this, I want you right now to go to your phone or your computer and open your internet browser and search for the words S&P 500. The first result will show the current price of the index. Make a note of the number. Next, search for the words Dow Jones. Write that number down too. I'm sure you'll notice how much higher the Dow Jones is than the S&P 500 as in tens of thousands of points higher. As I was just saying, the Dow tracks the performance of 30 of the most prominent companies listed on the stock exchanges in America. The S&P 500 measures 500 of the largest companies listed on American stock exchanges. This is why many investors often wonder why the Dow's total price is so much higher than the S&P even though the latter contains hundreds of more companies. The answer has to do with how these two indices are calculated. The Dow is calculated by taking the 30 stocks in the average, adding up their prices, and then dividing the total by what's called the Dow divisor. Early in the Dow's history, the divisor was simply the number of companies within the average. Today, the divisor is adjusted regularly to factor in changes to the list of companies, their stock splits, and other events that could have an impact on the overall average. Because the divisor is less than one, it technically functions as a multiplier. 
So in effect, calculating the Dow's value essentially means multiplying the sum of each company's price by roughly 6.5. Every $1 change in the price to a particular stock within the Dow equates to a movement of 6.59 points on the Dow. This multiplication effect is partly why the Dow's value is so much higher than that of the S&P 500s. So even though the S&P contains hundreds more companies, its overall price is lower because of how it's weighted. Now, take another deep breath before we plunge into the wild world of weighted versus unweighted indices. In an unweighted index, every company has the same impact on the overall index no matter its price or how many shares are available. The price of the index is determined by simply adding up every company's stock price, then dividing the total number of companies in the index. Here's an example. Imagine an unweighted index containing only three companies. If company A went up 15%, company B went up 10%, and company C went up 5%, the index itself would be up 10%. That's 15 plus 10 plus 5, which equals 30, then divided by 3, which, of course, equals 10. But most indices don't work like that. And that's because not all companies are equal. Some are worth much more than others, or they have a much higher volume of shares available to buy or sell. For that reason, a simple mean average is a pretty unnuanced way of looking at the overall index. For this reason, most indices are weighted. This means the average is calculated by putting more importance or more weight on some numbers than on others. It's a much more accurate way of looking at data. The S&P 500 is a capitalization-weighted index. And the Dow, by contrast, is a much simpler price-weighted index. Capitalization-weighted means each company in the S&P 500 is weighted according to its market capitalization. Market capitalization is the company's share price multiplied by the number of shares available to buy or sell. As you know, some companies are simply bigger than others. Typically. This means that they have more outstanding shares, which means a higher market capitalization and more weight within the S&P 500. The result is that the price movement of these larger companies has a much bigger impact on the S&P 500 than that of smaller companies. For these reasons, the divisor that the S&P 500 uses is much higher than for the Dow. This is all done to keep the value of the index down to a more manageable level and to prevent the price movement of a few companies from having an even bigger impact on the overall index than they already do. Hence, the Dow is currently around 37,500, while the S&P 500 is around 4,700. Now, I'm going to give this back over to Pamela, and I want your eyes to stop glazing over now with what I just told you. And so this is the way that it's figured. Sometimes a lot of us want the 30,000-foot answer, and I just got real deep into the weeds, but I thought it was important to be able to 
give you the information that you needed so that while you probably won't remember all of this, I thought it was important for you to have that information so you would know that the reason that one is higher than the other is because of the way that they're figured. I'm sure that even if someone didn't understand that, Noel, they at least understood that there's a lot of depth into how each number is calculated. Just to give, I'd say, most of the listeners an overall view. Now, if you're really interested in this and you want to study a little bit more, feel free to download the report. It's got all of this written down and you can kind of look at how each index is weighted and get a better idea of how these numbers really come about. So the information that Noel has been discussing today is in our featured report, Questions You Were Afraid to Ask. And you can download your free copy at www.theprovestperspective.com. Again, that's www.theprovest, P like Paula, R-O-V like Victor, E-S-T, perspective, theprovestperspective.com. No. Today's podcast has been much more technical than usual, as I just got through saying. But I hope it gave you a glimpse into the number you see reported every day in the news. That way, when the media says the Dow finished at such and such price today, or the S&P 500 opened at this price or that price, you'll have a better understanding of what that actually means. Because after all, a big part of what life is all about is increasing our understanding of how the world works and why. And that's something that I'm so interested in when we get together with people that are new to us and they come in for the first time. It's always good to get a basic understanding of where the people are in their understanding of their own investments and how they work and things. And I just think it's a good idea for people to know certain basics of investing because I just think it's a good thing to do. I think it's something good to know. And not everybody wants to know it, But I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity, the opportunity to know it. So anyway, I hope this has been somewhat educational for you. I think so. I hope everyone who's been listening to us today feels a little bit more educated on the stock market and how it works, what it means. If you would like to have a discussion with Noel about anything that we've discussed today, you can call us at 800-277-0025. We can set you up with a phone call with Noel, or if you'd like to come in and talk with us in person, The first-time appointment is complimentary, so give us a call at that same number to get that scheduled, 800-277-0025. And for a copy of the information that's been discussed today, and once again, you can find it at www.theprovestperspective.com. It's our featured report at the top of the page, questions you were afraid to ask. And we've got other reports on there as well you may want to check out, information on retirement planning, investment planning, and social security analysis, just to name a few. Again, that website address, theprovestperspective.com. That's all for this week's edition of The Provest Perspective. But be sure and tune in again next week as we continue our discussion of questions you were afraid to ask. And we're going to cover such questions as, what's better, stocks or bonds? And what's the difference between passively managed funds and actively managed funds? But until then, remember, don't just invest. Provest. And thanks for listening to the ProVest Perspective Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information on Noel Swain CFP or this episode, visit theprovestperspective.com.
These are the opinions of Noel Swain CFP and not necessarily those of Cambridge and are for informational purposes only. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Provest Wealth Advisors in Cambridge are not affiliated. Indices mentioned are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. 